0: Joining us now, a new signing for the Blues for Super Rugby Opeki season next season. It is Niall williams Guthrie. Uh, morning, Niall. How are you? Yeah,
1: morning. I'm good, thank you.
0: It's a story, mate. Uh, how's the uh, how's the code hopping going for you, mate? I mean, uh, you know, rugby sevens to rugby league, now back to 15s. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's just...
1: Uh, just the timing in my life and being able to take up these opportunities is mm. the reason why I'm probably doing it all. Because, um, like I said yesterday, when you're in that bubble of the sevens and it's so intense of being a full-time uh, professional athlete that you, you get you, there's nothing else you can do. So you, you're full consumed in it. So to be able to now have these opportunities come my way, I think I just before I hang up the boots, I want to make sure that I gave everything I go that you know that I can.
2: It's a, it's a bit of a, a trailblaze um, move from you, know when you think about it, because you've got the Rugby Union season, I think, which is six uh, rounds, and then you've got the NRLW season, which gives you a, a, possibly the use of the whole season in its, in totality with rugby and rugby league. Do you think this is actually the way forward and that most girls at that level should be giving both rugby and rugby league a crack?
1: Ah. Oh. I'm not entirely you what to do, but I do think it is um, starting to hit it that way where there is athletes who are capable to do both, and because the seasons don't clash, it's just you know yeah. it makes sense um, if you want to get the best out of everything you can. And like I said, sometimes opportunities are too good to to, to turn it, turn down. So I think going forward that you probably will start seeing contracts which allow players to. Um, go and do stints elsewhere, which is not nothing new. Like, we see that all the time in the men's men's realms, but just I think it's people a little bit opening their eyes because it's happening now with the females, and and that's just, like, how good is that for our female athletes to start getting these opportunities where they can say, hey, look, New Zealand rugby, I want to be with you um, to the next Olympics, I'm just saying for a sevens player, for instance. But also, um, this opportunity comes up in the off-season, man, I'm 23 years old, you know, like uh, I'm going to sit down and lock myself in for you for a long time but I want to be able to go explore these options while I'm in my peak and um, I think going forward probably to be able to keep these players, we might actually have to, we'll be seeing that, you know, them doing that on the contract. Mm.
0: Mm. Well, you got Super yeah. Rugby OPEC, you've got a four-week uh, pre-season which is double what it used to be. You've got six uh, six rounds of, of football. Uh, what are your plans for 2024? I mean, have you talked to New Zealand Rugby about potentially being in the mix to play 15s for the Black Ferns, or are you looking at going back to NRLW once Olpecki is finished?
1: Yeah, no, I've had no conversations with um, New Zealand rugby about, um, you know, Black Ferns and things like that. Um, I've only talked with the Blues, and I signed with the Blues, and um, knowing that I was heading back, because I've already re-signed for 2024 for the Titans, so that's my plan, mm. is to um, to play both, and, um, and then reassess after the Titans season.
2: Yeah, and a great, great time in season two, Niall, that you had. You just um, getting through to the grand final. Do, do you think, like, from the Blues' perspective, to to actually swallow, I guess you know that that mentality to say, well, here's Niall Williams, and she actually wants to come back and, and represent with us, and we've got no problem with her going back to league. Um, what are what are the benefits from a from a player's perspective going between the two codes for the for the ladies? You know, if you're playing rugby union, Opaki going back to NRLW, what 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 transference is there as far as skills and talent?
1: Oh, like, everyone has to pass the ball. Everyone has to make a tackle. Um, like, um, when you get down to, obviously, the finer details, it's different, but my thing, that transfer, is, is being able to be in a professional environment um, mm. all the time, all year long, but, and getting up and training. And then I think um, from those two, it's, more so because they're both semi-pro, so you are gonna have, you learn things about juggling your work and being able to train at the same time, but you're going between two environments that are both semi-pro, but they're still going to teach you a lot. And I think the biggest thing is being able to play sports the whole year long, um, if that makes sense, because you can double up. So you can essentially, if, if you get a good contract in those semi-pro, which um, a lot of them are good for the time frame, you probably could actually still live off that if you mm. wanted to make more then you then you can choose to be um you know whatever your side job is too of, of income if that makes sense i think mm. it's more about them learning and and growing and um and then probably if you do eventually won't becomes pro like you've already got your foot in the door as well
0: what about uh, the super rugby pekki season uh Noel? i mean you, you played center most of the season for the titans how do you think that translates to where you would play in 15s? I mean, are you looking at a 12-13 slot, or, or where do you see yourself playing?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think in that midfield would probably suit me best, um, but obviously the the coaches really, we haven't really sat down and had a, a big talk about where I'd play, but I think just with the movements going forward, like at the end of the day, like it was only what eight eight months ago that I was playing seven, so it's not like I'm, those habits have died. Um, like I think I'll still be. Able, I still know the rules of the game of of, um, of rugby. So, but I think just in terms of movement, probably out in that midfield would be more more similar.
2: Yeah, I see. I see the the um, the similarities, especially for the ladies when they're coming back through them. You, you, you're dead right. You still got to catch and pass. You still got to tackle. Um, very, you know, until you get down to the technical stuff, is where it gets a little bit. A little bit difficult, um, Niall. What has been your most enjoyable? Because uh, I'm going to ask you a lead question here. What What has been your most enjoyable thing that you've you've I guess um, taken away from just your first season with the Titans?
1: Oh, you know what? It's just being able to be back in a semi pro environment, and a lot of people will probably be like, "What?" But obviously, I'm, I'm I'm lucky enough to have come from a pro environment, and to see how much these ladies work off the field. Um, doing jobs, you know, doing a job from seven to four in the afternoon, coming straight to work uh, for the Titans and seeing them go from four thirty to eight thirty at night. Like it's just crazy and it kind of mm. it just brought back that joy and that love, like, man, like look at all these girls, they're back where, you know, sevens used to be and they're working their ass off to try and get this game to become a full time profession. And they and I think for me it just just gave me a new lease of energy and love for the, for sports again Um, that I was kind of probably dying out of a little bit, if that's fair yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and and what about uh transitioning between the sports? How much do you have to do? Like, say, going from league to union, are you having to hit the weights more or are you having to do more cardio? I mean, how, how do the games differ from you as an athlete point of view?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely had to get stronger for league because it's a lot more... um upper contact, you're in the wrestle and the fight. That was probably the biggest difference was, um, man, like people are really strong across the whole board in rugby league but in saying that, people are strong in rugby but you just don't feel it as much because the contact area is about being quick, you know, chop, mm. keep them down and so someone can get over and steal the ball hopefully or whatever but with league, it's not about that, it. it's the complete opposite, you know, you're trying to wrap them up, you're trying to wrestle, you're trying to get them on the back stay as long as you can to get that advantage for your defence line so, um, that was a really big learning for me to, um, physically I had to get stronger just to be able to dominate more in that contact area.
2: Uh, welfare and support, Niall, you know, like you guys, when you're saying you've, the girls are coming back, you know, going through that semi-professional mode of working all day, then spending four hours in a in a gym and, a, and on a field. What's what's the welfare support like for uh, the ladies in the, in, the, in the competitions? Are they pretty similar both in rugby and rugby league?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think even in the like they both have um, I think in the rugby circles it's called your PDM. You know they're looking after you off field, but they're more so probably helping with trying to get study and all that stuff on top of it. Um, whereas like we have that time, we have to do it in kind of uh, the league circles. So they actually have a well being officer, and um, a lot of people know her and everyone calls her Auntie Cumms. in the NRL, she's with us at the Titans and. and um, She's awesome. She's amazing. She's fully checking in. And, like, not just about what you're doing outside of um, league, it's the personal check-in. Like, how are you as a person? How are you as a mum? Like, do we need need to see your kids? Like, how are you tracking um, mentally? Um, Can we help you in any way? Like, it was, yeah, I think the... Maybe to a degree where they have to be a little bit more hands-on but because it is a semi-pro, but, like, they are awesome over in the NRLW and I really um, enjoyed my time and felt really looked after off the field.
0: uh, No, normally at at, at sort of half-time, you know, the traditional thing is you get oranges. Uh, but with Loss being uh, the assistant coach at the Blues, uh, you get toffee pops at half-time now? How does that work?
1: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, no, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, best of luck with the switch back to 15s and uh, with the uh, the Blues for Super Rugby Opec, you for next season, eh? Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. No Cheers, worries. Niall. Uh you go. Uh, Niles Guthrie-Williams with us here. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome, eh? And she's, uh, she, she's been it able was, to switch.
2: It makes total sense. We've been talking about that all year, that the, the women should be able to go and play rugby in the Opeki and then go and play NRLW if they're good enough because it gives them that opportunity, like Niall said, to be semi-pros. And and, and eventually, they'll be able to make a full-time living out of it. So um, she is a trailblazer. She's yeah. a trailblazer, and well done to the Blues for for swallowing that pill. You know, because I know it'll be a hard one when you when you're going. Well, we're not going to go and get a league girl because the boys don't do it that well. No. Um, and here we have Niall Williams coming back, saying, "Well, yeah, I'm going to go and play for the Blues, but I'm heading back to the Titans uh, for the rest of their season, um, who went to the grand final last year and, and just got pipped by I think it was a night. So yeah, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Well done to Niall. It's yeah. I got, look, I see. I I see. A lot more younger women taking that opportunity to get both codes under their belt during a season.
0: Yeah, and why not? Why not? You can you can make a uh, career out of it too. So uh, well done to them. Looking forward to seeing how she goes.